Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. We're your guides through sordid tales of movies, music, and pop culture. Our show is best experienced under the influence of cannabis, so now's your cue to light up. Now remember, drugs are dangerous. Please use responsibly, but do subscribe. And now your hosts, James Thomas and David Hawk. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday, January 29th, and this is the Mile High Podcast, Season 3. Let me introduce the team that's here with me. We have the host of Santori What Now, the main main player in the Santori Project, Mr. Mike Santori. Mike, how are you doing, brother? Good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing really good. We also have with us the owner of Mountain Shore, the host of Quick Hits. We've got, oh, not Quick Hits, sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's, my show. That's, That's my show. That's my show, man. Wait a minute, now doing. I don't know who I am. Yeah, we got Mel here. She's sitting right next to us today. Hey, Mel. Hey, hi. Hey. All right. So you got he's looking at the camera, which is weird because we're yeah, sitting right we're next to each other. It's a a yeah and so and then with us the partner in everything that we do our resident poet laureate laureate our author here we've got the uh author of the newest book caldera which you can find on amazon uh we got dave what's up dave what's up guys uh how, man it's been a while i'm so happy to uh be here tonight season three uh, man season three holy happy shit happy birthday dave thanks buddy yes and a happy, happy birthday. We definitely had to start off with the fact that it is Dave's birthday. He gets to start off season three. Uh, his book has released. It's been an all right week for you, Dave. Yeah, and I was on vacation, so it was perfect. It was pretty much the perfect week. So, yeah. Right. But I am fucking jacked for this show, man. Especially since uh, we're doing something a little different tonight. We are. So, you know, as we go on with every single season, we try some new tricks. And one of the things that we're doing right now, especially because we're basing with video quite a bit, is uh, we want the weed not to be as huge of the focus like on camera. Not that we care that we do it, we have it on. But sometimes we have on younger guests, we have on people who do not necessarily smoke weed. So we did, we got high ahead of time. So we went again, and uh, before the show started, we got high, but we're, we're trying we tried a different way of getting high we bought dabs dave show them what you bought as far as equipment for dabs. all right so i went to lightshade and i talked to this dude named alberto he was really cool as fuck he's like i told him like i have this show all i do is smoke flour like a hippie like i really want to be a hipster so hook me up with some with this fucking wax so he's like do you gotta get really fucked up as i and i said yes i i do want to get really fucked up so he hooked me up with this like 80% THC shit called wet, uh, cheese diesel. And he's like, go talk to my homeboy up at this shop called the bomb head shop. And he's like, my homeboy up there will give you a rig. And so I told the guy like, Hey, I'm going to do this one time and only one time in my life. So give me the cheapest thing he, you can give me. And like fucking $80 later, you can't see it because of my background, but he gave me this fucking like meth rig. And uh, I fucking got it before the show started. I mean, like, fucking <coughs> coughing, almost threw up all over my computer high. Right. So, there they go. Good shit. Real good shit. I got this, like, fucking crackhead torch. So, pretty cool. It's a pretty good day. Nice. Yeah, no. I, uh, Mel, you're uh, doing dabs, too. Go ahead and tell us what you think about <laughs> dabbing. Very high, and I hate that. Very uh, high. I mean, I hate that, but I hate when I, like, I feel like I'm not talking loud enough and then I feel like I'm yelling. So my volume's going to be all over the place. That's, that's where I'm at. There you go. Am I yelling? No, just kidding. Um, if you want to join in with our conversation, we are broadcasting on Truckee Pacific. We are broadcasting on Mile High Podcast. And we are also broadcasting on Santori Project. We're trying to have somebody watch all of those areas. Number one, Dick is right outside the window. She She'll be talking for the Santori Project. Mel's got this covered. Um, my thing on this uh, fucking wax, here's my, here's my thought on it, quite honestly. I, like everything else, have been overly testing it throughout the day. I was going to wait till the very end, but I've literally just been smoking on this. It's really easy to carry. I walked in and I said, I want to do wax. 
what do I need? And this girl walked over and she's like, I have this one or a smaller one. And like the small one was $29. This one was like $39. She said, this is the better one. I was like, fine, give me that. Um, I like wax. And to the point yeah. that I think I've only smoked a little bit of uh, weed today, like uh, flour today. And I've stayed fucking pretty high all day. More than that, this little thing of wax which looks like the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge, if I turn like that. <laughs> this, this, wax, that. Oh, whatever. Um, it's like 20 bucks. And that will probably last me. And I'm smoking a bit of it. It'll probably last me a week. So fiscally right now, like smoking wax, totally down with it. It'll yeah. probably even save me on a regular week. Yeah, this definitely is something. This is like a special event kind of, uh, kind of high. Cause, like, I have to break out this whole fucking glass ass rig and shit. Like, I'm not gonna do that just to like sit down, smoke a joint, and start writing. I'm like, these are for special occasions. So, uh, and tonight is a very special occasion. So, and I got high as fuck off of this shit. So I, I quite enjoy it. I don't enjoy almost throwing up. Cause you cough, you cough so bad. Yeah. Uh, but the high is totally worth it. And so, yeah. so good yeah. job, Alberto from Lightshade. I appreciate that shit. Oh, yeah. And mine is my normal one. Uh, I've actually bought the rig from Livewell. And then I bought the wax from whatever's down the street because I had already bought an ounce at Livewell. <laughs> oh, that's the. Ooh, spicy. Ooh, look at you. Native Breaking roots. the law. Native roots. Yeah. By the airport. Right. So on the, I stopped at the second farthest one away from my house, or the second closest one to my house, and then I stopped at the closest one on the way back. I know you can't do that, but... But you can. They, nobody, yeah, nobody cares. They should make their system better. They should, I should <laughs> it's not... It's their own fault. Them. Right. You're breaking the law because it's their own fault. Pretty much. Right. They never cut me off when I want to drink beer. Santori, you don't get to do dabs because you are not in a legal dispensary based state how is no, it I find, uh, weed on the streets man i'm pretty good i'm pretty high i have uh the samson special i call it samson because you know we got people that don't have legalized we'd have to go to samson's I remember half egg half egg you know samson's so i have to go find my samson and then samson's got good weed so i've been smoking for the show there's little santori joints and i'm high I'm glad I'm not choking, but I mean, I, I feel, I feel that high though. I know what you're talking about when you like, when you're done after you're done your whole choking thing for like an hour, you, you, it hits you and you're just, you're good for yeah. a while. So pretty good. Dabs are good, but the coffin, man, if you can make through the coffin. Yeah. Good. But I couldn't do that. Like, you know, every day, like I can smoke weed. I mean, it have to be like a, you have to prepare yourself because you're going to cough. That, that's why I did the second hit. Cause it's the first hit is once I put the, once I put the wax in there, it, the first hit does the melt and it's the harshest thing. It is, listen, I lived an interesting life. It is very messy and it's very cracky. And that's been my biggest issue with oh, this 100%. Like, I guarantee you can put crack in this thing and smoke it. <laughs> I feel guilty because I have never really done hard drugs my whole life. And then I spoke about this thing. I'm like, this, is this what meth is like? Yes. It's very, it's very Answer to your question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Feels no, like no. it's a similar process. <laughs> right. Like my face is numb right now. My like lips, like I don't know if I'm like slapping my lips that? or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that, except it's usually out of like a uh, like a light, like a light out of the ceiling and shit. So no, but um, yeah, man, dabs are cool. Good shit. It's Good cheaper. Shit. It's a real high elevated, like goofy goofy kind of high which is cool all right so we've got we did some really big shout outs on that shit so yay we're talking about weed at the very beginning of our season what do you like know said, a podcast. yeah a weed podcast podcast and we talked about weed go to our facebook page in the next couple of days you'll see us smoking weed before uh, you'll see us taking our dabs and coughing It'll, it's gonna be fun hopefully you'll see the santori project uh, trailer and the season three trailer that I worked on really hard, but my resolve had a problem with. But that's a story for another day. I, now that we had our wildness before the show, I'm gonna go back to Dave's part of this, which is 
a list that tells us exactly what we need to do when we need to do it, which is perfect. So this is 2021. Predictions kind of the new, the new show, you know. We ended last year with a reflection. We're going to look forward this year a little bit. And we got to talk about politics. We're going to make it generally quick. You don't have to be super negative, but we got to talk. 2021, what are, what are politics looking like to, to everyone else? I'm going to start with Santori because you are not in Colorado. You are in a different area, and I think you are in a different political mindset than maybe the other three of us who are very intense with, like, the details of how politics work and everything. And, and I personally know your political, you know, feelings, but what do you think? What do you, how are politics 2021 feeling for you so far? And what are you going forward for the rest of this year? Um, yeah, I really don't like politics. I don't like talking about politics or you know, <laughs> conversation everywhere. Cause you see what happens with politics and all that, but uh, for right now, I, I, I would have to say it's fair to say, though, but being an outsider looking in, I mean, I'm all for whatever. I just don't, you know, I'm American, but I just don't like the sides are being played. There should be no sides. But anyway, um, <laughs> I feel like a lot of feel like uh, big shit's been taken off their shoulders and everyone just seems a little bit more relaxed right now than they were like last year. Everyone's a little bit more intensified, especially in the beginning of March. I feel like now everyone seems a little bit at ease. Right. And that's, that's, I, I've noticed that kind of feeling is kind of weird, but there's energy on it. But that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. But, it's a real, uh, for, yeah, yeah. It's a real breath of fresh air, man. Right. So I do notice that. But other than that, I really care less. What do you feel like going forward, like the rest of 2021? What's your, uh, where, where uh, are you feeling? Are we, is that happy kind of like, uh, relaxed feeling that you're talking about going to remain or are we going to go into the summer and are we going to kind of be allowed to go out again and have a little bit more civil civic unrest well you know I would love to see you know concerts again I would love you know to go to the concert this summer I would love to have outdoors but it just it's really hard to say what what what's going to happen with all that um I'm going to just you know Quote something from Shawshank, you know, hope is, you know, a good thing. Hope is the best of things. So that's what I have for 2021 is a lot of hope for the positive things. So that's what I hope for, 20, you know, for 2020, <coughs> hopeful and better. And, nice. You know, and I, with the Sandori Project, you're going to see some wonders, which will represent hope and the amazingness of what America, like, can do when we put our mind to this shit. That was a brilliant uh, segue, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I've been practicing segues on like the while we were in the off season i'm at a grocery store and i'm like speaking of bananas and people are like wow (laughs) i see how you just went there that's amazing weed and pop culture right um (laughs) now what about you politics it's 2021 what's your feeling thus far and what do you see for the future of like this year yeah i know where ml's listen there's a different spectrum Politics are weird, and I'll, you know, I'm going to stop her if she gets in too much of a tangent. I'll try to summarize it to us for, like, your Reader's Digest version. Suffice it to say, I'm a little further left than I think most, you know, like, normal Democrats. Not, like, that's all I'm going to say. So, am I relieved? Yes. Am I super happy? No, but, you know, like, that's all I want to say. I've made a reservation to myself this year that in order to not be part of the problem, there's a sphere of people just yelling on the internet. So this week I made a point of not, I'm not doing any more political posts on social media because it's just not, it's not helping. Um, even though I'm, I think I'm right. <laughs> and that's okay. Everybody thinks they're right. I just feel like a lot of people feel like that. And a lot of people are mad. And so am I hopeful? Like I want it to work out. Yes. But you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I'm not sure how much I'll get done, but we'll, we'll see. It's just, you got certain people that always block everything still there. So it's okay. So your prediction going forward. I know Same you as usual from pre-2016, but with Joe Biden as president. And we'll see what it gets done. And hopefully it won't be done in a way that pisses off the right so much that in four years they elect somebody who like Trump just executive orders away everything that is done. So we'll see. All right. I will let you respond to your text message that you just got. I didn't uh, 
you up? Uh, Dave, you and I talked about it really quick. See, they uh, already hated my opinion. No, yeah, kidding. people, they don't even have it. They get her number. That's crazy. Um, so, Dave, you and I had a whole conversation about this on Inauguration Day, about what we were looking at. But summarize for me, like, politics, 2020. We talked a week ago, a little a week and a half ago. Yeah, man. Are you, are you feeling the same way? Or are you thinking, where, where are you at now? With politics thus far and politics towards the end of this year? Well, I, so right now we're still kind of in the waning days of the honeymoon period. Um, so, you know, it's just been such a breath of fresh air. You know, it's been so crazy for so long. And then just to have like really nothing happen, just normal press conferences and, photo ops and shit, you know, like normal, just normalcy. Like this is what we are come to expect from a president and it's been boring. And that's, and when I talked about Joe Biden before I, I called him vanilla ice cream and these last two weeks have been vanilla ice cream. It's just as bland and boring as you can get. And it feels so fucking good. So that's my take on politics. 2021, the honeymoon period is going to fade away. Um, it's all going to come around the next COVID bill. It's going to, everything's gonna just go back to how kind of used to be like all the fighting between there's when it comes to the COVID bill there's not going to be a lot of uh, uh bipartisanship on that so but i'm hopeful i think that democrats will put it through without it i think the 20 i think 2021 is going to run a lot like 2020 i think there's civil unrest in this country i think joe biden's good but there's still civil unrest it's been a lot of years where poor people and minorities and just those not in power have felt the boot on their neck of be it big the government be it big money be it all this kind of stuff so both sides politically are still in civil unrest i think we'll still run to it but i think joe's doing everything he could he's done more than i would thought he would try to do in the very beginning Mel's kneeing me, so I know she has some one other thing she wants to say. My hope was that what happened on January 6th was enough for everybody to calm down all the extreme rhetoric everywhere. Whether I agree with any degree of any of the rhetoric on either side is, is a moot point. My hope was that the leadership who's been promoting those big, loud, you know, extreme thoughts would would take a breath and, and it didn't happen. So I'm disappointed about that. But I'm very glad that we have someone like Joe Biden in charge now, you know, to deal with whatever that repercussion may be. But I just thought that would be enough. That's all. It's kind of like what does have to happen because we're all mad. That's all. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. So yeah, so you won't go too deep into politics, but I agree. I think there's a, I think there's a certain percentage of this country that's really mad and I get it because their guy didn't win. But he is, he's so lukewarm and normal. It, you can only be so mad at Joe Biden. So even for them, there's a honeymoon period. The things that they're complaining about are just, it's, it's a honeymoon period for everyone. We'll see what happens. Um, okay, moving forward, looking at my list, we're going to talk about what we've been up to uh, real quick. It is Dave's birthday. And Dave has the biggest news. Yeah, happy birthday, Dave. Whatever legal thing we can sing, we sing to you, my friend. Uh, what have you been up to? Because I kind of know what you've been up to. And I think it's a good yeah, it's, So I was on vacation this week, and I, I felt very productive. Uh, I had a book come out on Tuesday, Caldera, which is available now on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com and all the ebook retailers. And it'll be out in paperback uh, sometime next week. Um, I, ha I gave my dad my horror story, and then I auditioned for narrators. So I signed two audiobooks this week. Um, and then we have the show. So I've been off of Starbucks and I've been working on this shit all week. Nice. Nice. Uh, Santori, what have you been up to? Actually, I've been up to absolutely, um, I've actually been doing a lot, but not really nothing to like really go and write home about. But we started off our uh, premiere podcast on Wednesday because people did not catch it, they can catch it on Santori uh, project page, um, which is cool. Um, had a good time doing that, but also we've uh, 
been planning on what we're going to do come March and February. We already planned a trip for February, but we're not driving. It's just going to be like, you know, uh, kind of like a thing for us, but we will probably take some video and, and share. But yeah. yeah. And then, then probably come March, we're going to start up the project again and head out to Arizona. So but for now, I just, I just mean, you know, collecting money and saving it and <laughs> just hanging out. Hopefully at one part of this year, we are going to be able to merge both our, like I said earlier, Poet Laureate, Dave, and the Santori Project for a cool uh, synergy thing at uh, uh, in Yellowstone. Yellowstone, Caldera. Yeah, yeah so cool synergy. Um, but what will Mel and I do while we're there? Well, let's ask Mel. Mel, what have we been up to? We have been buying a storage <laughs> unit and selling stuff. That's like a lot of it. Yes. Yeah, no, we have literally... Do you, uh, go I have a question. Do you, do you have any bells? Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Man, you got, bell, we you got, got bells, bells for days. Right here. Look at it. They're actually, they're English. They're late 19th century, early 20th century type. I wish you could see it. Here. No? Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. That looks really... Oh, that's a pretty bell. Yes. And they're just oh, like yes. women. And if you look up here, <laughs> look closely, up skirt. their feet <laughs> are actually little ladies' boots. Oh, they're all... Look how cute that is. They were made oh. in England. I believe they're brass. Okay. So brass. We have a lot of stuff we're sorting through. There you go. <laughs> She's trying to hide but all in all, all in all, your storage hunting is going pretty good, huh? It is. We've definitely made as much as we put into it. I'm not sure how much of a profit we're making yet, but you know, they say it takes a, a few months to get that kind of stuff going. So I'm proud of how quickly we were able to recoup. Nice job. And that's part of the fun, you know, is being able to afford to do it again. That's all. Yeah. So if you want to go and check us out, check out Mountain Shore. We also with the Sanctuary Project. We'll have videos on uh, Trekking Pacific. Everything we do, uh, any of the, the three of us or the four of us that we're working on all comes across the Trekking Pacific YouTube page because we're a neighborhood who works together and helps people out. And so that's super fucking cool. Dave? Uh, comments from the uh, from the folks that are commenting on the Mahai podcast page. Uh, our buddy Rob Robert is smoking some banana punch indica. And he said, uh, if this is the Joe Biden honeymoon period, then he thinks he wants a divorce. <laughs> I'll throw that out there. That, that is fair. That's the world we live in. Everyone always, it's, I mean, and I get it. It's, this is the political world. It's, uh, it's a little more intense than I remember it being, but, you know. That's why I'm out. Yeah, Santori is going to play in That's why I'm out. So, uh yeah, this. <laughs> What's next on the list, Jamie? I I don't know. My yeah, phone broke. Okay. Um, what, what are you watching? watching? Yeah, yeah, Dave. You know you wrote the list. Yeah, what are we watching? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you should come to me last because I got a lot to say. I, I, know. I always have a lot to say. Right now. Uh, Sanjori, what are you watching? I am watching, actually, I just started watching. My friend uh, told me about it. I mean, it's an old show, of course, I'm watching. Getting caught up on my old shows because I was never there to watch them. But my friend turned me on to Hulu and told me to turn on Freaks and Geeks and just started oh, back up. Yeah, yeah. So I've never seen it, but they got a great cast. Uh, Jason Segel, Seth Rogen. It's like, that's where they all came from. So I didn't even know that. And so far, I've watched episode one, and I'm, I'm already hooked. So I'm going to be watching that. And then I got done watching a movie called Mud last night with Matthew McConaughey. It's pretty good. And um, yeah, that's about it. Mud with Matthew McConaughey. I have never seen that movie. It's actually Where pretty good. Now. It's, it's pretty Castle. good. Just, it's about this guy who's like in love with this girl and he's on an island because he, like, long story, he ended up like killing somebody so he's on the run and then these kids try to help him like reunite him with his girlfriend who's Reese Silverspoon and it's really kind of Reese cool. who? Like, Reese Silverspoon <laughs> Reese, I mean, I Reese Witherspoon Reese Witherspoon 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 look at see hey 
Samson's got some good shit, huh? Does have some good shit. Um, yeah, Freaks and Geeks is a great old one. And you're watching, you said you're watching it yeah. on Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. Freaks Hulu. and Geeks. Yeah, yeah. Like, promote us by all. Um, you don't get one, they only do one of them. Right, what? Well, well, yeah. Hulu. Ah! Hey, she stole it from you. <laughs> what? Crazy. No, you had to go. Your head has to leave. Oh, I got no. it back. I gave it back. <laughs> all right, enough of that. Uh, Dave, if you have so much, and I'm sure we watch some of the same stuff, go ahead. You you, you roll us out. Let us know what you're right. going to watch. I'm going to give you three movies to watch real quick, but then we'll talk about the show to talk about. So um, the I watch a shitload of movies in our offseason. Uh, one is this movie called Sound of Metal, which is a, about a heavy metal drummer um, who starts going deaf. And his whole life, he is all he is is a drummer that's all his whole life and then all of a sudden he can't hear anything and so now he has to figure out who he is uh so that was a great movie it's weird that a heavy metal story is up for oscar nominations so uh that's definitely one uh, i watched the new denzel washington jared leto serial killer movie this morning uh, it's called little things that was fantastic uh that's on hbo max but the movie that surprised me the most is this great independent horror movie called host um, it is a, a movie, uh, like a demonic possession movie, um, but it's through a seance done on Zoom. Um, the premise is this girl's having a haunting at her apartment. And so her, she decides, like, hey, I'm going to hire the psychic and we're going to do the seance, but they have to do over Zoom because of the pandemic. And then just shit just starts escalating. And it, it's a real good, scary movie. And it's all done on Zoom. So uh, real fucking creative. Uh, you can get that on Amazon. So those are my movies. Um, the shows, man, WandaVision. That's pretty much it. Like I'm going back and watching Flight Attendant, but it's all about WandaVision right now. So um, I would say, one, my question about Zoom, one is, does it all take place on a Zoom screen? Are they yeah. all? No, yeah, that's absolutely. Cool. Yeah. That's cool and such a cheap and smart, easy way. Brilliant. I respect shit like that when they make movies. I've always written things that were bound by the uh, <laughs> materials I had at my disposal. And so, uh, you know, I actually did something called um, Beneath Perception, where I filmed uh, all one night. We filmed uh, in the subway stations in New York over like a four hour period. That's all we did. <laughs> we knew we had the time, we had the actors for one four hour little period yeah no so i totally respect people who do little windows uh oh, vision is good i mean uh, strangely enough i think mel likes wandavision more than i do at this point i think episode three was really an exciting uh movement on uh xandor you haven't seen any of wandavision can't say i have no do, do, do you have what disney plus Huh? No, I don't. That's probably why I haven't seen it or heard of it. You used to work at Disney, man. I know. You know, and, 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 and I hate no. to break news to you. You know what? The reason why I worked at Disney you is because no one else was hiring at that time. But, You're uh, muted. <laughs> I literally get fucking Disney Plus. All right, Dave, you can talk. Well, we'll unmute Mike in a second. Uh, have you watched uh, episode four yet? I have not. No, I okay. just got the episode it, three. This is where so WandaVision very good. This is where it goes from WandaVision very good to fucking WandaVision. It's gonna be amazing. I mean, this is the episode that fucking you start answering questions and you bring in all these brilliant actors, uh like Cad Dennings, um, and I think his name's Jason Cho. Uh, I mean, like you set the story, so now you fit you understand what is going on. And it just, it takes off to a whole other level this episode. So, yeah, great show. Good. Good. Yeah, no, I really liked it all the way up to season three. Mike, you can, or episode three, Santor, you can come back in. You can talk again. He's on probation. You don't want to? Maybe I don't want to. Maybe I want to be muted. <laughs> well, if you don't, Maybe I... plus, you'll continue to be muted in the future. Wow. Mary Beth says that you do have. Mary Beth says that they do have uh, Disney Plus. So according to Mary Beth, they do. What the hell, man? See, these are things. You know what? You're muted. Wait, wait. wait. Nah, nah, you're done. Right too, Santori. (laughs) 
Learn what you have when it comes to streaming services. For God's <laughs> sakes. All right, he's muted. Dave, give us something else. What else are you watching? Uh, flight Attendant. Um, Kelly Kuoko. Moot um, Show on HBO Max. Really very good. So that's what I got. Um, the Five Bloods, uh, uh, Spike Lee Vietnam War movie on Netflix. Very, very good. Um, oh, very good. No, great. I watch a lot of great movies. Uh, the Hate You Give um, about uh, uh, shooting of an unarmed black kid um, and a girl who was a witness to that um, and like struggling, you know, what it's like to be uh, African-American in today's society, really. And it was very, very good. So nice. that's what I got. <laughs> yeah, no, all very good choices. Mel, what are you watching? <laughs> We watched the first episode of the Flight Attendant. I'd like to keep watching it. Yeah, it was okay. I, I really I'm enjoying WandaVision. I don't think I'm watching anything on TV right now because I'm still I'm in school full time plus an extra class. Yeah. And doing storage treasures or whatever. And what's the name yeah. of your show again? My <laughs> that's not my show. Mountain Shore. Mountain Shore. That's our shop. We got Check bells. We got bells. <laughs> Bells above, bells. Big bells. Mountain We've got bells. bells of all shapes and sizes and colors. Come, come on down to Mountain Shore. We got all bells of shapes. We got silver <laughs> bells. We got copper bells. You want to use the plastic bells? Bachelor's we have bells. We have cowbells. We have doorbells. We oh, have, uh, we don't have doorbells. We no. do actually have, well, we have a door knocker. With it's a brass door knocker. It was uh, yeah. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, it's actually really cool. I have to post that one now. Look at those knockers. Yeah, check. <laughs> Look at the bells on that. Um, all right. Check out my bells and knockers anytime. That is our new slogan. <laughs> so, well, um, podcast. Check out our knockers. So, as I'm watching, we're going to move into 2021 predictions. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, nothing brings down a good knockers joke than talking about COVID. So we're going to take a discussion and we're going to talk about uh, when do you think we're going to start getting back to normal? It's a conversation that we've had way too many times on this show throughout the period. To point out to people, this time last year, we had moved out of the upstairs studio into a full downstairs studio. We were having guests in here. Uh, we were getting things filmed. Santori was on his way out. And we were going to do a whole Santori project. Here. Here. And then... Dead guy days. Well, yeah. We had plans for it and everything. We bought equipment. And then the world shut down. And we're still pretty much shut down. I know we pretend like we're not, but we are. We're very shut down in this world. So, Dave, we're going to start with you. And then we're going to go around and uh, 2021, your predictions, COVID. Where are we, before you tell me when we open back up, December 31st, 2021. Right now we're averaging about anywhere from over, you know, thousands of people dying a day from this disease. How many people are dying on December 31st, 2021 from this disease that day? That's a... That's what I want him to answer. I'm uh, going to ask everyone different questions. That's how that works. The system. Um, Dave first. No, but the, our, the death toll numbers are huge. And I, I, uh, they are. They are. Um, but as the vaccine continues to roll out, uh, California, they're seeing like, you know, pretty decent drops. And how California goes, pretty much how goes the rest of the nation, because they're pretty much the bell, the bell tower of the nation when it comes to, to COVID right now. So they're starting to come down. Everywhere's starting to come down. The, the vaccines finally rolling out. It's amazing what can happen when you have a, a, a plan and you execute a plan. I, I don't know, like shit actually happens. Um, so I'm thinking like, you know, very bad flu and pneumonia season. Uh, with the, those numbers, that would be kind of what's uh, happening with COVID for deaths. But uh, it's going to be way down and not... Uh, I think we're gonna, you know, lose the mask mandate in January of 2022. I think stuff's coming down. They're gonna start increasing uh, by the springtime. They're gonna start increasing uh, how many people can go into restaurants. They're gonna start 
rolling back some of these things as the, the vaccine continues to roll. Um, by Christmas next year, it's going to have like the first, you know, shows of, you know, bars are starting to open and, you know, everybody has these new, you know, mandates like you have to wear a mask in the bar or whatever, but like everything's <laughs> going to start rolling out and people are going to start poking their heads out by January, 2022. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Santori. Um, well, basically rolling off of what Dave said there, uh, bars and restaurants and people are going to open. So we're just going to call the world Florida because we all know Florida never <laughs> stopped their normal shit. So um, the question on that is for the rest of the world that's not Florida, how close are we, do you feel, to being ready? How close, uh, as far as like with opening restaurants to 100%, getting music uh, back. Now that the vaccine's out and everything, how comfortable are you having them do that? How how close are you to saying, yeah, for not just me, because you travel everywhere, but for everyone I care about, I am okay now that the world's back open and I trust it. How close are you to that? In your- uh, my, my friend said that... Uh- they already scheduled a concert for the re-concert of Motley Crue and Def Leppard and Joan Jett for July something here. People who cannot afford to get COVID. And I said, he said that they're high risk. I'm trying to answer your question. (laughs) So so he, he said that there's a date in July and I was just looked at him. I said, are you serious? And I'm like, as much as I would love to hear that that's true, I don't see it ready by July. I mean, I don't think it, I think it's going to be just like a repeat of last year um, because of just real, I mean, I I know that they open up the bars back here and they're, you know, for Minnesota, they shut down for a hot minute and then they reopen. And I, I, I know cold weather sucks and I know it's always the flu season. People get sick, especially between, you know, December and March because it's, you know, stupid weather. So I'm like, you know, I, I see it that they're going to shut down the bars, in my opinion, after Valentine's Day. But that's just my opinion, but I don't think it. But for the whole world to be ready or our country to be ready, I don't, like he said, 2022, January, I'm going to say probably like maybe March of 2022. Then everything be back back to being where it needs to be, in my opinion. In my opinion. I could be totally wrong, but, you know. No, that's a very fair opinion, and I think that's, and to Mel, because you're going to school uh, right now, I'm going to ask you something. Do you think that there is a mental component that goes along with it? Because the likelihood, if the vaccine goes out as it is, and the mask mandate of 100 days that Joe's talking about, you know, saving hundreds of thousands, you know, thousands of lives by doing that, if the numbers start dwarfingly going down by summer, like they were last summer and even lower. I'm talking about way from the hundreds down to the tens or the, you know, the fifties a day, real low, normal flu transmission numbers. Is there a psychological component, do you believe to this, where even when it gets to that level, it's going to take something else to get people's feet out the door? Okay, so legal disclaimer, I'm not a psychologist. I'm in school for it. I'm about three months away from finishing my bachelor's degree. So it's not like real psychology type advice. Um, I think that uh, that, that people need to believe that it will get better. Otherwise people will give up and go out too soon. Um, I think we see some of that now. I think we see people who have like, People call it COVID fatigue, lockdown fatigue, you know, and I think that's all real. And so I, you know, I think as long as we all understand that it will get better and follow the rules, it can, you know, so. But do you think it's going to take a, when it, when it starts to get better, do you think there is going to take, we've been in so long now, do you think people are rushing out or do you think there's a mental, there's going to be a mental block of a good portion of this country who has just been, like, well, I'm not quite sure. I'm ready to go stand at the Magic Kingdom or ride a bus with a shit ton of people or, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think there's going to be like a massive influx of like agoraphobics or something like that. You know, there's not going to be that kind of, you know, effect that I would imagine. But, you know, who doesn't see that already in your own like everyday life? Like, 
if you think about how weird it is when you have to go further than your grocery store ever lately, it, it is kind of odd, right? So in that way, yeah, you're, you're just naturally, you're going to forget you can go places at first. And there may be people who realize they enjoy being home and they may be more hesitant, but it, people are, are, they're social creatures by nature. So most of everybody will be back out as, as fairly quickly once they're sure. David is not a social creature. I said most, oh, I didn't say most, I said most people will be back out. I did not explain, but most people are social creatures by nature. And, you know, so we all know that one antisocial person, but they know us too. So they're not. They're not completely antisocial. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think COVID, I think uh, there is definitely uh, a future to look at in it. I think weirdly what COVID has become is part of our life. And not in, a, not in the way that it's killing people all the time. It's something that we have to constantly think about. And even those people who rejected or didn't believe it in the beginning have to deal with it now. You know what I mean? It's just an aspect of life. So that goes to our other question. Uh, what does normal look like going forward? And we're going to twist that a little step away from COVID. Some of the things that we learned during COVID. Movie theaters. Um, uh, Everything Warner's doing is being released on HBO Max for a month, and then it uh, gets released another way. Yeah, and theaters, and then it gets then it goes off and comes back. Like Wonder Woman, if you haven't watched it yet, you lost your ability, and you had to wait like two months till it comes back. Uh, Disney Plus is putting everything online, so normal comes back. What does normal look like, Mel? Are people going to fill restaurants? Are they going to go to the movie theaters anymore? Uh, what are we gonna go to malls? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Do you think the movie industry is gonna bounce back to what it was? Yeah, I, I do. People miss that. I miss that butter. I will go for butter once I'm sure it's safe and you know vaccines have been well distributed and everything. Yeah, yeah. Don't you want that popcorn butter? To a degree. To no, a degree. There's no way they can deliver it to you fresh and hot here. So. It has to happen there. It's just vegetable oil, really, really knocked up. If you know how to make it, then I'm really mad that we've gone a year without it. Oh, yeah, no, I know how to make that butter. Dave, you've gone to theaters during this. Uh, yeah. What do you think? The industry, is it going to stay there? It's, it's going to struggle, struggle, struggle for a long time. Um, but it's going to take a massive, a massive movie, a Marvel movie, a Star Wars movie, um, to start getting people, I, I think I would say Marvel is pretty much the only um, uh, kind of movie that'll come out that'll start drawing people out of their houses. Um, you know, I think masks are just going to be a, a natural part of life because they work. You know, our flu season is the lowest in many, many, many years. Um, people aren't getting sick, and so people are realizing, like, oh, washing my hands actually, you know, stops me from getting sick. Who'd have thought? So. Um, I, I think we're going to go to movie theaters. Yeah. I think it's going to um, take I something big. Yeah. Well, it, but does Disney, and here's just a weird question. Anything Disney does is going to bring people out. But do they care? What, yeah, oh, what, for what sure. Is, what, what does Disney care about uh, <laughs> getting, uh, keeping movie theaters alive? They don't own movie theaters. They're not making as much money. They're, they have to share that money with the people who own the movie theaters. Maybe if you see Disney buying up AMC all of a sudden, They'll really care about getting people back in the theaters. As of right now, I think it's six one half dozen the other one. Well, they're gonna there's gonna be a point where they reach their maximum subscribership. Like their kind of their subscribership is already lowering as it is. Like so many people have it. So what's their what's the money that they're generating? You know, if they have movies in the theaters, then you will get a greater source of income. Um, especially when you can't open up your park, you have to have something else that balances out what you're missing with the parks and going to an actual movie that will do it a lot faster than trying to depend on subscriberships i know foreign box office is really where hollywood makes any of its movie at this moment so I, I'm, I'm, up, I'm up and down on that santori and we're gonna go i'm gonna ask you because of like a place that you was really important to you and your number one dick mary beth uh is is going to be gone at the Hard Rock Cafe at Mall of America, which brings me to first, we're sorry because we know it was like a great place. And you know, we know how it is to be part of a family that you like work with. And I, we know that those people are your family and everything. But here's my question for you you worked in a 
uh, in the food industry in a themed restaurant. I mean, and then themed restaurants was all, were all about overcrowding, bringing people in based on this attached to a mall, which in general was already dying. But you you were the Mall of America, so it's, it, it had its strength and everything. What do you think, man? What do you think? Is that Mall of America, is, did, is Mall of America just fucking property right now? Is it just land that is going to come back? It's your city, man. Like, yeah, but will it survive without it? Is it something that it even wants anymore? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell. I mean, it just, I don't know. I mean, when I went to the mall, when I went to it, it was like kind of like dead. And then it was like, you know, on a regular day, like this time last year, it, it would have been a little bit busier. But I don't know. It's hard to say. And it's just, you know, I don't know. With the whole restaurant industry, if you're not moms and pas, it's just, it's basically just a corporate world. So it's just basically, it's up to them whether they want to deal with all that anyway, with the malls, with the restaurants. I mean, like you said, the theme restaurants, like that, whatever. I mean, that's upper, upper, upper corporate, you know, and they might just do away with restaurants and just keep whatever else that they have, you know, enterprise, you know, like hotels and stuff that might succeed casinos and all that, that will go up, but probably, the restaurants will probably like not be there as much as, you know, because of all this and the capacity and what they're allowed to serve and, you know, how big the restaurants are. I mean, you got a small one, you know, they're not going to, they're, they're going to flip it. They're going to get rid of it, you know, and that's unfortunate and that sucks. And I just think, you know, that with the whole mall thing, you know, it just people are going shopping and enjoying this, you know, sit back, order something, and the next day there it is at your front door. You know, people are getting, you know, adapt to that because especially like a bad weather like this, like who really wants to go drive in the snow right. to go, you know, when you can just easily make a phone call, play a credit card, and have a nice day. So it's just, you know, I, I I would like to say that I would like to see restaurants be the same and the in the mall, and but it's not. It's totally going to be different. It's going to change. And like I said, it's going to be a corporate America decision. And, it, you know, we have no control over it. So, but it is just going to. We, going we to, have it's control over our pocketbooks, but our pocketbooks are going to lead okay. to the level of convenience and everything. I mean, and that, it's definitely an interesting thing. It's hard to watch, like, the Mall of America to watch it turn into a dead mall because we've all been to dead malls. We grew yeah. up in the we, we know the 80s. We knew when they mm -hmm. were there. And we watched those malls die over time. We walked through those dead malls and everything. Um, Mel, you're you're a Cali girl, and you know you hung out at the mall. Yeah, a lot. So, what about commercialism like that? Are we headed back to filling up those kind of places, or is everything going to be Amazon? Is that what 2021 is taking us forward to? I patterns will change, and yes, I think online shopping is staying. I really don't see why people would want to go. There's not gonna who has time anyways like seriously i think that's what people figured out with driving to work if you don't have to it's like that's a lot of time in the day that you save by not going you know so i think patterns will change but there will be a level of normalcy you right. know i think people will go to theaters chairs pattern you know they'll spread seating out maybe like the winds with the food restaurants in them you know those chairs are spread out more so they might all look a bit more like that it's my guess. Dave, quick service. You work in the quick service world. What do you think? Is it the same at the end of COVID or like, because Starbucks, Starbucks has come buildings everywhere. And I knew that you said in the beginning of it, some new expansions just got stopped and everything. Are we going to see a slowing down? Do you think? Dude, not only has it come back, but fucking quick service is exploding. That's one of the few industries that like the mom and pop, the restaurants and the you know the chain restaurants the hard rocks they're suffering at the expense of the quick service restaurant right now the quick service is set up their model is set up to be able to adapt to different things and so when you had to introduce delivery to it they just did it you know it's hard to like for <coughs> hard rock all this hard rock's not going to do delivery you know you go to hard rock because it's a hard rock not because their food's good the food's okay but you go to you know see prince's jacket you know um, so I think quick service is killing it. Fucking Starbucks is having like record years. Um, I don't, I can't give out specifics cause I'm, I've signed, uh, right. agreement saying I won't say to that, but they're, the, the stocks are public. They're fucking killing it right now. I mean, um, we're seeing they're like massive popping in now, but they're, they're doing all right. They're doing all right. GameStop. <laughs> 
fucking um, yeah, man. This is, if I was a if I was the CEO of GameStop, man, I would be fucking thrilled. I went from like having to go find a job at Walmart to like multimillionaire again. It's kind of yeah. like, <laughs> like the Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah, trading place. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's the closest reference to what they. I think that's how I explained it to people. Like trading places, generally, you know, we you just included the internet, which is great. Trading Places was an awesome movie. It's you want to understand what just happened here? Watch The Wolf of Wall Street about penny stocks, and watch Trading Places kind of mush them together. Watch The Big Short. If you to know everything that's going on now, you gotta watch The Big Short. It is an unbelievable movie. Steve Carell, um, Ryan Gosling, uh, Brad Pitt. I mean, fucking, it is just an unbelievable movie. All about the 2008 stock market crash. Directed by the guy who does, uh, who did uh, the Hangover series. I mean, so he adds an element of humor to it. Um, so, unbelievable movie, The Big Short. Go see that. All right. Well, Mel I'm is is headed out Sorry. right now. Uh, Good night, everyone. We will Good see night, you. Right, so, does this count as us losing a guest? Because we have a pretty good record of having guests leave. So does this count? <laughs> the host, host can leave okay. enter whenever they want. <laughs> D is still the only person who's ever left and never returned <laughs> on this show. And that makes sense. And not even like in the same episode. He just left at one point. Dave and I sat there. We said, well, that's it. I was like, he's not coming back. He's I, not coming I know back. my friend. He's, he is absolutely not returning to the show. He's but he not. redeemed himself a couple weeks later, so Good job, yeah. Edo. Yeah. Um, so, what about what goals for this year? You know what I mean. Let's uh, let's go ahead and let's let's look. Let's do what you're looking the most forward to this year, and what your goals are. Let's start with Dave, since you wrote the question. All right. Um, I want to go. I want to see a concert. I I miss live music and comedy shows. Nice. Those are your goals. Well, no, those are my those those are what I'm looking forward to this year. Okay, my goal, I was like, I was like, I, those, are those, those are little, but you know, start small on goals, Dave. Going uh, no, my goals. I have pretty lofty goals, man. I think this show is fucking. It's on the verge of taking off. Santori is on the verge of taking off. So, uh, and my books are on the verge of taking off. I have all these things that are like right, right. Feel like they're about to take off, and then like. So I think this year will be pretty good for everybody involved. But um, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to, man. I'm looking just forward to creating, you know, making people laugh, you know, using my imagination every day. It's it's a good life. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I like your goals and I like what you're looking forward to. Those are both positive things. Santori, what about you? What are you first? What are you looking forward to in 2021? Um. <clears throat> Well, in general, just for myself. Just uh, for yourself. <laughs> yeah, Let's for go myself. selfish. What are you looking forward to selfishly in 2021? Um, hopefully to a good year and hopefully uh, be able to do what we were doing last year um, with the project and hopefully can do another thing with it because I would like to uh, I would like to um, promote myself in America as well, so Hope that works out, and um, just basically that we everyone uh, just be just is really good to each other. Nice. <laughs> and what's your goal? What's your what's your personal goal? What do you want when you look back at twenty twenty one? You what do you want to go? I wanted to get that accomplished. That's a good question. Um, to be a better person. That's a great goal every year. It's a great it. just be a better person. Just yeah. be better than I was yesterday. I like that. If, <laughs> if we all strive to do that, 2021 is looking out yeah. to being a really good year. Um, so what am I most looking forward to? I'm I'm looking forward to the expansion uh expansion of Trucking Pacific. Like I said earlier in the show, Santori over here does the Santori project and Santori now what now? What um now? what now? What now? Or now what? It's interchangeable (laughs) just because in my own mind, it's interchangeable. And when I say it, 
I'm always thinking I'm saying it wrong, but I'm not. Apparently, <laughs> just, as long as you, just as long as you got two words together, you're all yeah. set. I helped you I'm name that, Joe, and I can't for the life of me remember what, what, what way we put those two words every time. Every time I write that shit. Just as long as they're together, again, it works. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, that's something that we're doing. Uh, a lot of those are going to be moved on to uh, YouTube. I'm going to try to do little clips uh, that are like bites that you can share two to three minutes of it. Uh, Santori had some uh, music, like new music on yesterday. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about uh, Santori brings interesting people that are not uh, in Dave and I's general world on the show because really he's had an entirely different life with entirely different people than we have outside of a, a little bit of time that Santori and I lived in the same place and we know the same people from there and strangely none of them come on our show because it's Florida and you never know what you're going to get Crystal showed up once and even then D was like oh I don't know about this and they, and they knew each other Right. Um, so yeah, like I said, we were doing all the thing. I love that Dave's book is kind of, just came out. I know he's constantly fucking working on shit. I told Dave to take a uh, a break from the Mile High podcast for the end of December and into January, and Dave did it for one week, and then he was like, "No, we gotta do a show. Why don't we do a show once a week? All the quick hits, and it's gonna be a shorter version, which ran exactly the exact same time." <laughs> Dude, we got fucking 500 viewers on our last one. So, I mean, like, people are fucking... They're still watching. I think I thought it was a good idea. We didn't want people to, like, you know, disappear. Like, where the fuck do these guys go for, like, two months? I wanted to give them a little something so they remember us. And then Dave did, and he got new people to host some shows. Uh, we're going to get uh, a couple new shows in here, or at least one new show. Uh, that uh, You want to tell us about that one, Dave? Which one? Your cousin. <laughs> oh, thank you. Sorry. Um, yeah, my my cousin Christy, who was uh, one of my guest hosts on the Quick Hits. Uh, your hand looks very trippy right now. I'm well, trying to get a video of the cat licking. <laughs> sorry, so. God, it's so distracting. No, oh, yeah, Christy, my cousin Christy. Uh, you know, she was a, a real fun host, and she really enjoyed it. And I thought she did a great job. So uh, she has her own podcast. And what's cool is like I have zero input in it. it's her show her, um, she's doing it with uh one of her sister-in-law and they're just gonna talk you know current event stuff and they're gonna put it up on our show and we have nothing to do with it and that's right. like the most fun thing about being a producer is like hey like do your stuff like i don't want to be involved in it. they just put it together and then you know we'll take care of it for you yeah no that's the great thing that's what i love about santori uh what now or now what, whichever it's called. What, what? It's the same thing. It's you, you, I, I said, Santori, it's your show. You know what I mean? Like, you know your people. I don't need to host it. It's all you. And he brought on just fucking great people. And his producer, you. your producer, Mary Beth, is fucking awesome. She keeps you Thank on you. top of shit. I knew Thank she would when we started the Santori project. I was like, I was like, no, listen to her. She's always right. She's your producer. Always listen to Mary Beth. Um, so, yeah, uh, Truckee Pacific. I, I'm, I'm most looking forward to watching Truckee Pacific grow. Uh, I'm My goal is to have my wife be able to quit her job. So while we independently do reselling, that's my goal for this year. I think it's a very uh, uh, attainable goal. Uh, so we'll see. But as far as a goal, that's my goal for the year. Um but guys, this is uh, it. This was the first episode of the third season on Dave's birthday. The same day his book came out, Caldera, go to Amazon or barnesandnoble.com, download that shit. If you write us, I bet Dave will let you send him your the book and he'll sign it for you. I'm just making shit up for him. Yes. But if you're I'll, watching I'll our show way. and you can prove that you did that, He'd be happy to. He'd be like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a fan. Buy the book. Get a hold of us. We'll send it to Dave. He'll sign that shit. You know. Send it to me and I'll send it back. Uh, yeah, so Caldera um, put a 
you know, it's two years of work I've put into it and a lot of research and it can't fucking great book. It's getting excellent reviews. Um, so go check that shit out. Mike and Mary Beth will have to read it before they go to Yellowstone. Have an idea of what's going on. Have an, have an idea of what to look out for. That'll be exactly. really exciting. Um, be- I, I would like to thank Sam Dory for being here. I'd like to thank uh, Melody. I almost called her Nancy. I almost did a whole throwback to old school Nancy <laughs> being on the show. Uh, Dave, it's always good to have you. Tell me what we're looking forward to on this season of the Mile High Podcast before we leave. Man, like, we, got, we have what, what we do we got, got going on? Yeah, we got a, a lot going on. Um, we've grown so much in the last couple of years, and Zoom has really given us the ability to welcome in different guests into the neighborhood. Um, so we got uh, my cousin, Amanda Hawkins, who is a professional singer and she's unbelievable. Um, she has a great following. She's coming on. Chef David's coming back. Uh, we're talking gay representation in pop culture. Uh, we have uh, another Ask the Expert. We have a couple of those coming up. Um, I, we're doing an Ask the Expert um, science show because I know a lot of science. And so I answer your science questions. Uh, we have a weed grower in Denver. He's coming on. Uh, I'm trying to work with the Westward, trying to get uh, their weed writer on. Uh, so we have a lot of shit coming up. Uh, we have a bunch of James games coming up. I mean, it's, it's going to be packed. It's going to be full. Uh, we have some more quick hits coming up. So, yeah, just keep checking out. Go to www.truckypacific.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, mostly Facebook because I'm too lazy to go to the other two places. So, uh, but we got a lot of shit coming out, man. Yeah, it's, I think season three is going to be really good. You're going to see a little bit of adjustment on some of these shows. I'll be here for some. I won't be here for others. It's going to be some music people. like And, and you'll see a lot of uh, Santori and Mel on those shows as well. Santori has weird shit going on on his show all the time. Sometimes he's eating things. Sometimes he's playing music. <laughs> At a certain point, he's just going to be sitting in cars because we've all watched <laughs> part of that season of him sitting in cars. But uh, <laughs> T-Man and fucking uh, Dr. Detroit are always good to be around there. Um, walk, come over to my uh, Mountain Shore page. See the shit that I find. Buy it. It helps. But speaking of help, how can you help Truckee Pacific? How can you help My High Podcast? How can we get your money? I'll and tell you how. You, can, you know how, Dave? Go I'll, ahead. How? You can do what my Aunt Bonnie, my cousin Christy, and my parents have done. They have gone to Venmo at Truckee Pacific 303. Give us your, your stimmy money. No donation's too small. No donation is too big. Go to Venmo at Truckee Pacific 303. Make your money our money. That's right. Thank you. So we need to thank our patrons who allow us to do this. Uh, we need everyone who enjoys this. Like, subscribe, and go to Patreon and just give us a dollar because Dave only has so much family that can continually We're running support. Out of family. We're running He's out of running family. literally out of family members. So uh, give that out support. If you want to see uh, Santori, you can look at the regular Santori page, S-A-N-T-O-R-E on Facebook or the Santori Project on Facebook. If you want to follow Dave and I, you can look up Dave Hawk author on facebook he is under the mile high podcast he is under Truckee pacific on facebook you can reach us at all of those places uh if you want to reach me you can reach me at most of those places i just listed off for you for them except dave's author page you can also reach me at mountain shores uh if you want to get a hold of us we are at the mile high podcast at gmail.com uh Next week is our first Mile High Podcast YouTube Live event, which means you have to go to YouTube Live next week to watch James's YouTube game. Live. YouTube Live. We're going to play James's game. We'll, we'll warn you on Facebook, but get prepared. Like and subscribe us on YouTube. Uh, next week, Santori has a brand new show uh, or see episode two. Interesting shit's going to happen. And... I said all we I did. Needed. It. We I did. made it. We made it to the, the end. whole outline. Yes. Everything on this phone that you can't see. It doesn't matter. I'm holding things up. You can't see shit. Guys, this is this is the first episode of the third season. 
Uh, we will have a trailer for the Santori Project soon. I'd like to thank you guys so much for being here. And uh, that's it. Yeah, We're out. Dabs. Very, very fucking good. Very fucking good. Dabs all. This is dabs my duty. All. All, right. all right. Be good to each other. All right. Have a good night, guys. Be good to each other. This has been a Trucky Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.